Hey guys and welcome back. Hope you enjoyed Heard. It's one of my favourite tracks in the whole world. I just think it's, the melody is so beautiful and pure and it's just, it just puts you in a really good headspace. So I wanted to talk to you about my personal experience um, of how I got to a space where I even considered suicide. So essentially I had a lot of trauma growing up. Um, I was in a broken home, a lot of violence from my stepfather towards my mother. We moved a lot, um, kind of uh, victims of circumstance, so to speak. And it just so happened that I wasn't able to be very open with my schoolmates and stuff like that. Until um, we stayed in a place called uh, Lower Grange, County Limerick. And I made some really great friends. Everything was amazing. But the issue was um, my stepdad died and my mum must have been in love with him or something like that because it really broke her and... She went back to university as a mature student and became quite aggressive when drinking. And there's a lot of stuff happening. And I think, you know, that the issue was that I was so ashamed and it was just awful. Like, it's your mom. And I thought, well, I'm unworthy of love. And, you know, you just as a child, you just think you deserve to be treated that way because you are the way that that treatment makes you feel. So it's quite isolating However, I did have my close friends and I loved hanging out with them and we'd go through the fields and, you know, have to be home by seven o'clock. Mum was quite disciplined like that, quite strict with us to keep us safe. And um, we had so much fun and the fairies and like the ring forts and all the like stories and school was really fun. I went to an amazing school, one of the best in the country, Milford, which is in Castle Troyner and the University of Limerick. It was fantastic. We tested cheese strings for the whole country. I did French. I was about to start German. I was in... Irish choir, you know, doing Irish poetry and did science. I really excelled there. I was very well nurtured. We used to swim and do loads of things, loads and loads of activities. We were on stage. It was great. Anyway, my mum decided to buy a house because she felt like the one we were in wasn't, you know, the best. And she wanted us to have our own home. So we moved to a different area, which I didn't want to happen at all. And I felt very like my voice wasn't being heard. I wasn't being listened to. I mean, she said she understood where, where I was coming from, which she did. Um, but she felt like we needed a home. And I get it now as an adult, you know what I mean? But then it was heartbreaking. And so when I moved, I didn't unpack my stuff for two weeks. And this kind of began a spiral. So I had been quite bad for eating before that. I just wouldn't, I would avoid food and stuff. But now my mum picked up on it. And she said, you have to eat your food. So I started getting sick. So I became bulimic. Then I got really depressed, started like self-harming. Um, it was quite an abusive environment. So for me, I felt like the only way to feel free of it was to kind of agree with the pain, I guess. And then I ended up going into foster care. Um, and my kind of bad treatment of myself continued because I was so traumatized and it was just, it was just a mess. And then I went to university um, where the first year I spent most of my money on food, on alcohol, because I was eating and getting sick a lot. I was very unhealthy. I was very lost, very sad. Um, I didn't really understand the complexity of my situation or that it was situational or not my fault. Or, you know, I was just very much trying to function and survive and get through things. Um, and I was in a lot of pain. I felt quite different to everyone around me. Not that they made me feel different. People tried to include me. And actually, I had one friend come into the room I was in. I was in like a bed set. And help me to clean it and sort everything out and tell me I had to sort my life out because I was so depressed. Wasn't cleaning, like it was just a state. Wasn't looking after myself at all. Didn't know how to, to be honest. Anyway, I was working in this bar and um, 
I was trying to get the attention of my friend and she wasn't paying me any attention and I was drunk and I just got so angry. And you see, the thing is, I'd already been self-harming. I was already bulimic. I was already quite depressed. And I already felt like, I felt like I wasn't loved, but it was from before. I carried it with me all the time. And this friend of mine not responding to me the way I wanted was, to me, a confirmation of the fact I wasn't loved. And it just hurt so much. It wasn't her fault at all, obviously. But I reacted to that and I left. And I remember it was raining really hard. And I literally ran up the street and jumped over a wall, kind of bridge wall, and into the River Lee. And I remember on the way down, the shock of it, I remember hitting the freezing cold water, which sobered me up straight away. <laughs> I remember saying a curse word. And um, then I was rescued. And I remember hearing the sirens and being really angry <laughs> and embarrassed, as is normal. Um, but ultimately, the thing is, things happen for a reason and it just wasn't my time. And my life right now is so amazing. Like I'm living my dream. I've got amazing people around me. You know, I get to do everything I want to do. It's just so beautiful. And I'm so grateful that that happened. But of course, at the time, it was totally different. So I'm going to go into um, what happened afterwards. But first, I'm going to put on a lovely song. What will I put on for you guys? I think I'll put on That's The Way Love Goes by Janet Jackson. So you're listening to Wellbeing Radio, wellbeingradio.co.uk. You can get us on the app or you can watch it, listen to us, watch us uh, online. It's up to you. Chat to you soon, guys. Enjoy. Hi, guys. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed Janet Jackson. That's the way love goes. With obviously very young J-Lo in there as well. So sign of success and things to come. I love that song. And every time I listen to it, it makes me feel loved and nourished. And it reminds me of how things feel and how love feels when it's good. So I'm still working on my self-love journey and I feel like it's a lifetime commitment and I love it. I really do. But at the point at which I left you with the story, it was I had just tried, right, to commit suicide. And the thing is, I went into the hospital. I was very disorientated. I, I think maybe my glasses were gone. You know, I wear contact lenses. Um, I was just all over the place. Apparently, I was like speaking to myself, which I don't remember, but it could have been the shock. Anyway, my friend, the same one who who I was trying to get the attention of in the nightclub came and I said some things which were quite like from a, like from a movie. I was 17 or 18, you know, it was just like, and she said that to me. I remember kind of respecting her more because she wasn't pandering to me just because I was in pain. She was being very honest and authentic. Anyway, she, I think, went home. Yeah. And they discharged me in the morning. And the thing I remember is they just discharged me. So I got a cab home, but there was no like aftercare or and I don't remember. Maybe they asked me and I said no, or I just don't remember. I just remember kind of, I think a cleaner came in or something. That's what it feel, feels like. But you know, your memory might not be correct. So it doesn't really matter. The point is I got back to my house and my housemates were away in Paris. And I remember sitting into the seat, which is my favorite chair in, in the sitting room. Beautiful little house, a little cottage um, in County Cork. And I remember sitting into the seat and being so conscious of how it felt and how my body felt sitting in it, how the seat felt around me, you know, me draped. And I was tired. I was so tired. But something had changed in me when I hit the water, which is the water was so cold. It froze my body. And I wasn't thinking. And when I was on the water, if you could imagine, it was a really clear night. And I was spinning around very slowly in circles. You know, the water's moving, carrying me along. And all I can see is this beautiful sky 
full of all these gorgeous stars. And I actually laughed. I remember laughing and thinking how ridiculous it is. I have never felt better. Like, or it's been a long time since I felt that good kind of a thing. And this is the moment I thought when I was going to pass. So when I was sitting in the seat, I was aware of that. And I thought to myself, you know what? You've tried. It didn't work. It's not your thing. You know what I mean? You failed epically. And also I was conscious that people would know because Ireland's small. Everyone talks. I'm mixed race. There aren't that many people who look like me. So I had an awareness people would be talking. And I just thought, how can I get to that space when I was lying in the water and I felt so free and it was so beautiful and I was just paying attention to the beauty. There was no pain. There was no negative thought patterns or, you know, I kind of breathed myself in my head. It was just there was it was just pure bliss, for want of a better word. And I realized I had a couple of ways I could get there. This is what I, you know, surmised kind of in my with my intelligence and my wisdom or lack of, depending on your perception. I realized that I could either get to that space through madness, because I'd been there through madness before, get sick, get sick, get sick, get sick, get sick, hide it from people, you know, drink, 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 whatever. You know what I mean? Party. I used to party too. I mean, partying actually really helped me to connect to people emotionally. So it helped me, not saying it would help everyone, but it helped me at that time, especially because I was in so much pain that feeling that joy and that connection and the aliveness and being vulnerable, I think, in that space really nurtured me. But at this point, I was thinking, how am I going to get to that space? So I thought either madness or I have to bring myself back from where I am and I have to work hard and I have to make myself as healthy as possible. And I'm sure that I can get rid of the pain. I just knew it. And I thought, well, there are too many people who I love and who I care about for me to get there through madness. It just wasn't possible. I was like, and apart from anything else, you know, who really wants to go that route anyway? It's quite a commitment. So even though I felt, you know, very fragile, I kind of felt really strong as well. It's really strange. And when I went back to work, everyone was kind of tiptoeing around me. And the thing I want to say is, if anyone you know is in that situation, the best thing to be is honest. Not afraid. Don't be afraid. We're all going to die anyway. So it doesn't matter if it's sooner or later. So if you think about the fact that we're all going to die and just kind of try and get rid of your, your fear of the situation. This person is a very strong person because they just tried to do something. That's a very powerful statement. They're actually quite strong. Even if they're hurting a lot and suffering a lot, they're quite powerful. They made a very bold move you know in decision so I think respecting that understanding that you know and then um yeah I think just conversations normal conversations no more no less than you want just be a real person and that actually is quite nurturing you know and I think when you are in that state of fragility and stuff there were times when I would act out or behave strangely you know according to like social norms or even when you feel good about yourself you just don't say those things or behave in that way but quite often I was quiet. I was watching people. I was trying to learn how to be. I had so much social anxiety. I was so scared of saying something stupid or wrong. You know, I had a lot of uh, communication difficulties based on um, a, a lack of acceptance of anything I had to say, perceptual and actual, you know. So, yeah, it took a long time, but I'm here. And I'm still going, guys, still going very strong. Um, what I want to do now is introduce another song. I think this is a very beautiful track. It's quite new, quite modern, a bit like the herd one at the top of the show. Um, it's called Electric Feel. Um, and I hope you enjoy it. Chat <laughs> soon. <laughs> 